2: Hello and welcome to a bite sized edition of The Last Word on Spurs. Have you ever heard that before? Last Word on Spurs. Bite sized edition. What will that lead to? God, if you're listening to us for the first time, you can find us on iTunes. We're on Spotify, we're across all major audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook Instagram, too. And we're joined by, listen, a panel that's made up a lot of our Champions League shows so far during the season. And that will continue here. Our last word on Spurs. Thank you so much, as always, to our watching audience here. Joined by we've got the wonderful Lee McQueen. Lee, how are you, mate? Where was that
3: going to go? Please save me. Oh, Rickster, mate. How are you getting on, fella? Uh, well, interesting. Um, we are going back to Milan. I was hoping we were going to go to the inter version. But obviously, we're going to the AC version. So, a massive, massive test. And I cannot wait. I absolutely love massive tests. Big ties. This is a big, big tie. So uh, we're looking forward to to, to getting into
2: it, fella. Cracks has come around to you. Great to have you back on last one on Spurs. How are you, my friend? Mm. You well?
4: I'm very, very well. And today's draw, Rick, just takes me to a date of the 5th of April, 1972. And Tottenham versus AC Milan in the UEFA Cup. And up steps one Steve Perriman, who didn't really score many goals and got two that night and took us through and we eventually won. Can Tottenham recapture and bring back the spirit of Steve Perriman? Can someone step up and be Steve Perryman that, uh, th- th- that night that's coming up for us in February or March of next year? Can someone go out there and score two absolute worldies like he did that night? Not you, Emerson Royal, but somebody else. Can you be Steve Perriman for the night? To dare is to do. It's the last 16 in Europe, of Europe's elite, and we're in now. So you can flow, as Jason alluded to in the last show, you can go with your Spursy this, you can go with your Spursy that, You can be down the road in Woolwich and tell us about how well you're doing this year. Who have you joined in the next round? You haven't. It's us. Conte knows them. This is done. This is it, Rick. We're, we're, We're done. Someone will be Steve Perriman on March the 8th. Someone be Steve Perriman from 50 years ago. Please, I beg you. Please have him back on last one on Spurs. Probably looks a bit upset
2: from yesterday. I'm not sure about that. Always, everywhere they've got the wonderful Jason McCoven back. He's twice in a week, Jay. Same as Lee, Jace. I thought we were here to discuss getting India in the
5: semi-final. What we're we going to uh, do uh, with Kohli uh, and Yadav and, <laughs> and 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 uh,
3: Jasprit Bumrah and that?
5: I thought that's what we were
3: discussing.
5: You never Bumba's told me this. It's
3: going to be a tough game, fella.
5: Tough you game. You we're on a tough wicket and things like that. Used wickets. Great win against Sri Lanka, and uh, I'm looking forward to the semi-finals.
2: If you are on, Jace, you should stay here for longer. We should get Forest on the way if you want to stay on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it was, um I think it's, I think it's a, I think it is a good draw. It's, they're a, they're a side that have a, a name and a history. I didn't want Bruges. I must admit, I think a lot of people talked talking about, oh, I'll get Bruges, but I wanted it to feel like a, yeah, right. a Champions League tie, but I think AC Milan, um, yes, they're they're Serie A champions, but I think from the group stage, probably all of us feared Napoli more than than AC Milan. You looked at the two games with Chelsea; they didn't look they didn't look anything particularly special. Um, I presume Zlatan, or you know, Zlatan, will have some kind of influence on the tie. But uh, I think it's a, a a tie that gives us a great chance to to progress. And and <laughs> am I sitting here saying we can win it? I'm not sitting here saying that, but with, with Liverpool playing Real Madrid, with with mm. Bayern getting PSG, you start to see a couple of the big boys drop out and you, you just okay. think, you know, can you, if we make the right improvements in January, then there's no reason why we can't, when we can't go deep in that competition. Cut football,
3: football now, isn't it, it, to be fair? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, Lee. Let's get your instant reaction to that draw. I mean, listen for Spurs. It always culminated from, of course, that ninety-five-minute winner from hoy Hoyer. It meant Spurs did top the group as Group D winners. Frankfurt actually nearly popped us to the spot. But um, overall, Lee, when that came out, happy with it?
3: I wanted into Milan for the for the romance of Conte going back to Inter and all that sort of stuff and playing against players that he that, that he made better and maybe we could have nicked Bastoni on the way back uh, for the return leg, that sort of thing. You know what I mean, Rick? But no, look, AC Milan is fantastic. I mean, I, I was uh, lucky enough with with my boys Nick and Colsey to go out to uh, the San Siro for the famous Gareth Bale hat-trick game. Uh, we only said the other day, didn't we? we? We lost that game, didn't we? It felt like that we won it with the, uh, the, the you know, Gareth Bale was born that day type thing. Um, it's quite interesting as well because Azza, do you remember the the, the the counter-attack against AC Milan in the Champions League back in, what, was it March 2011? It would have been Sankara around that uh, time. Um, and as on the break, with a with a cross to Preto Crouch to stick it in the back of the net. So you know we've got a bit of uh, uh, more recent history as well as as, as what Cracker's just talked about as well. So look, I think I'm with Jace on this. So, I, You know, I think you're in the Champions League to to get these massive glamour ties. tyres. You're not in the Champions League. If we if we'd have uh, drawn Bruges, everyone would have expected us to go through. The pressure would have been on Tottenham. We don't respond to that, in my opinion. I think we we like the glamour ties. You think about it, we drew Real Madrid. We had Harry Winks playing in midfield. He was an absolute well-beater when we drew one-one. I was in the I was in the Berlabao that day. Fantastic game. So you know you, you you look at them and under the lights at to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the European Knights, they're they're just magical. And I echo what, what Cracker said. Look, we've had a shock in the last five games. Uh, really, our form uh, in, in in the league has been poor. We lost three three out of the last five. Um, but we're in the we're in the draw for the Champions League round of 16 and we haven't been able to say that for a couple of years. So we should celebrate that. And look, form at the moment, let's be honest about it. I know you can't come around to, to, to the others, Rick, as well, but form at the moment, AC Milan, they're a decent side. There's no doubt about that. The champions um, of Italy, they're currently second in the table. They've only lost twice, scored 27 goals. They've only let in 14. I think they've lost one of their last six games. So, they're, you know, they're playing really well. And you look at Spurs, they've just talked about it. You know, we we scored the same amount of goals as them, um, 27. We've let in 18, so our defence is creaking a bit. Um, but we've lost three out of the last five in the Premier League. And, you know, we, we, we're struggling a little bit. But what does all that matter when this tie is not being played until when, what well, someone just said earlier, it's all in February. Yeah, so,
2: yeah, yeah, March the eighth. Age-
3: yeah. By, yeah, by that point, obviously Mr. Levy would have given Antonio Conte four hundred million. Uh, Paratici and Conte would have spent that in January. Obviously, we would have gone and got Guardaval and Amber Bastoni because why not? You know, we're turning into City, so everything can change, can't it? Do you know what I mean? So, look, jokes aside, I'm really pleased to be in the in the in the hat. I'm really pleased yeah. to get AC Milan. I'm happy that it's the uh, home tie on the second leg. What I would quickly say is they have changed it, haven't they? The away goals situation don't mean nothing anymore. So mm-hmm. away goals don't count. So it doesn't really matter no. on that side of things. So I think yep. what, you, what you've got to remember, and, and I'll put this out there now, is the realistically, yeah, you've got eight games left, but you've actually only got to win four. That's all you've got to do. If you if you win and don't lose the other the other games, you can even afford to lose them, to be fair. But... As long as the margin isn't greater, but if you go and win four games and draw the rest, you win the Champions League. That's that's yeah. got to be that's got to be a big big incentive for the club to push on um, from now until then, and of course through the January transfer window.
2: Mm, no, I agree. Just to give you those dates again, as uh, Lee referenced there, so that first game, as we know now, uh, for all you lovers out there, February the fourteenth, Valentine's Day, with the return fixture being on March the eighth. So we will know. Exactly where Spurs are. Cracks overall, listen, I think it is one of the better draws because, I mean, Milan have been, hmm. as they kind of reference said, but they have been a bit le- less dynamic this season. But the way we're playing, listen, who knows what we'll be like in February, to be honest with you. I mean, Giroud, as Andy Costa would say, probably That's obviously right. scores against us. But um, Liao is probably not of the highest that he was at one time. And hold on, say for hold him- on,
5: hold on. I'm not having that. Hold on. Did Sanchez score? No. No, he didn't. Did, did Guendouzi score?
4: No. No, he didn't. Did Kalasinat score? No, Torres. No, okay. the No. So stop I'm taking bingo card, by the way. It's you know,
2: it's it's Costa. It's Costa it's on the crack. phone. You know what he's like. It's Costa on the phone. It's Costa. Yeah, um,
4: no, listen, uh Rick. I've known him look, a million years now, and I love him like a brother. Stop listening to him. Stop listening. And uh, you know how much I love Talk Sport and how much friends I have at Talk Sport. Yeah. Stop listening to talk sport. Don't, yeah, I know you don't like him, Jace, but stop buying into this crap that you're being fed. I'm with Jason. Like, that, no, this, this doesn't have to be what everyone's told us that we are. It, yes. it, it just hasn't. It, it really doesn't. Rick, look, you know, yesterday we played well, but but we lost. Yeah, I, I know we lost, but there there is some ability in this team once you get over the halfway line. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, Sonny, when he's on form, Richarlison, Kane, Kulazewski, Bentoncourt, there's five walk into that AC Milan team. Madison.
3: Don't forget January transfer yeah. window. So
4: Matt, it, you... Yeah, we've got we've got variables involved it, now yeah. with yeah. a World Cup. We've either got to go all in, like balls in, with Conte and buy the players that he that he wants. Like we've already bought one player that he doesn't play already because he's he, he doesn't suit him. Spencer's cost te, like twelve million quid over like you know over a, a million weeks. So we're paying no money for him. Go and cut your cloth. Go in January and spend 80 million pounds on a wing back that suits his system. Get everybody back from the World Cup without injuries and then go over there and go and win this game. Venue in the last eight. Because, like I've said to you before, Rick, with the with the Champions League, you can put all the whistles and bells on it that you like, all yeah. the like the anthem. And everything, and the advertising, and the media that build it up what it is. Do you know what it is? It's a cup competition. It's yep. nothing more or nothing less than the oldest cup competition in the world, the FA Cup. And sometimes, you know, I tell you why it's an FA a cup competition because we made the final of it a few years ago. Tottenham got no right to be making that final, no mm. right when you're up against some of those teams, but we did because we've got a little bit of luck and a rubber of green and this and that yeah it's a cup competition from here on in once you get in that last 16 it's a cup nothing more right yep. so forget all the circus that goes round it with the advertising getting you to spend a million quid on whatever it's a cup so you've got every chance yeah, I
2: am trying to work out our Champions League bite-sized show into the January transfer window a cut of months early.
4: I, I so, was the part of that. I was because if we try to, write, to a lot quicker, Rick. If, <laughs> we, if we write the <laughs> if we try to write two or three players, yeah, we've we've got a chance. We have got a chance. Like I know some Arsenal accounts will be clipping this and putting me in some meme on their channel, and everybody going, ah, the silly, silly fat old guy that supports Tottenham said this a couple of months ago. I don't care. But we you have a chance. With the right couple of players, and the players coming back from the uh, World Cup unscathed, yes. you, you, we've got a chance. Rebecca
2: says, are you conscious of the time? We are, Rebecca. That's why we are going to go uh, for our it will be our break of the show. I didn't say first break. It is the only break of the show uh, for our listeners and audio. Take you into this break. You're going to hear a very funny antidote from uh, Jamie Weir, who's was actually on last night. Also joined by a whole host of very kind AC Milan podcasters who give us their views. That is Milan Weekly Podcast, Sempre Milan, a Milan Obsession who give us their thoughts.
7: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+.
7: Hi, this is Ollie from SempreMilan.com reacting to the Champions League draw between Milan and Spurs. Um, I think the first point is that the overwhelming reaction from the Milan fan base, at least based on uh, what has been read on social media and things like that, is um, a positive one. Obviously, with finishing runners up in our group, we knew that we were likely to draw a... Uh, a substantially more difficult opponent in the last 16. It's our first time in the Champions League knockout stages since 2013-14 and a lot of time has passed, so we're still finding our feet on the biggest European stage once again. We were, I would say, humbled uh, in the two games against Chelsea in the group stages and it was a reminder of how far we still got to go before we catch up with some of the elite sides in Europe. But we also responded very well to those two defeats winning back-to-back 4-0 against Dinamo Zagreb away and against Red Bull Salzburg at home to seal progression to the last 16. Um, so the feeling is positive heading into the, the knockout stages, which are a bit of a free hit for us. One of our big targets for the season was just to secure knockout football because of the revenue it brings, because of the exposure that it brings. And then also having the knowledge that we're probably not primed for a run deep into the competition just yet. We looked at the list of teams that we could draw. When you see the likes of Bayern Munich, uh, Manchester City, Real Madrid up there, obviously you start thinking um, that it could be a very, very difficult game for us. And without being disrespectful to Spurs, who are obviously a a good side in a very strong league um, and, and have a coach in Antonio Conte, who knows us very well, um, it, it's a draw that is perhaps not as, as hard on paper as some of the other options that were available there. I think going into the draw, we looked at sort of Spurs, Porto, Benfica, um, draw those teams, and it's a case of over the two legs, whoever plays better should go through, whereas we could play... Um, you know, the game of our lives at San Siro against a Man City or a Bayern Munich and probably still be knocked out pretty comfortably. So um, I think there's a fair bit of optimism going into this. As touched upon, Antonio Conte does know Milan well from his time at Inter and his time obviously as Juventus coach. Um, the the meetings between Pioli and, and Conte were always interesting ones in the, in the derby matches um, and they kind of went tit for tat in terms of results. Um, we did seem to have a few problems with, with the way that Conte likes to set up in his 3-5-2, his 5-3-2. Um, which I gather that he's still playing at Spurs. So it would be interesting to see how that matches up. Um, our league form so far this season has been uh, pretty good. Obviously, Napoli have been the pace setters pretty much Europe-wide. Um, and they're six points ahead of us. So Scudetto defence is going to be difficult. But we have won nine of our first 13 games drawing two and losing two. We've won some big games as well, beat um, Juventus 2-0 and also beat Inter in the derby. Um, So things are are looking positive on that front that we can take it all the way and maybe capture a 20th league title. Um, But there is obviously still an awful lot of games to come, particularly after the World Cup break. So nothing up until that point can be taken too concretely, I suppose. Um, And then in the Champions League, as mentioned we won our last two games to to seal progress to the last 16 but the games against chelsea is what everyone will focus on before this tie and i think that the the score lines probably tell um a different story to where the two teams are actually at realistically uh, because the problem for us going into the first game was the sheer amount of injury problems that we had we had basically four of our starting back five players out and that unfortunately showed on the pitch. Um, we were beating 3-0 at Stamford Bridge. And then in the second leg, um, we had one of those players back in Teo Hernandez, but the entire game was conditioned by a red card that given to Fikayo tomorrow, that frankly was uh, a disgrace and, and it, it just totally ruined the spectacle. The good news for us is that obviously with the games coming up in February 2023, we currently have five players who are out until the new year. One of them is our captain and starting right back, Davide Calabria, and he should hopefully be back for uh, for the two ties against Spurs. The other is his backup, Alessandro Florenzi an Italy International, experienced uh, at Champions League level, and he should hopefully be back too. Uh, and then we've also got Alexis Salamakas, who was actually our top scorer up until his injury in the Champions League, and he'll come back uh, as right winger, and probably the biggest one is goalkeeper, uh, Mike Mignan, who um, has suffered a couple of calf problems and has been missing for around the last couple of months. Obviously, he's a France international, uh, and and we rely on him because of the leadership that he brings. Um, so the other player, the, the final one of the five, is Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and I don't need to say too much about him. He will have been uh, on the sidelines cheering the boys on, hoping that he gets another crack at Champions League knockout football, and that's exactly what he's going to get. Um so, this one, I, I just see it as being a, a real toss-up. You know, as as I mentioned before, I think whoever uh, plays better over the two legs because of the uh, parity in terms of quality, I'd give Spurs the edge on squad depth. But in terms of starting elevens, it really should be a case that whoever deserves to go through will go through. Um, And I think both teams will, will be relishing this occasion because there is previous, in the 2010-11 season, with Crouch's winner and Gattuso holding Joe Jordan's neck and... All that kind of stuff. It will be an interesting tie, um, and one that I'm looking forward to, to hopefully attending. Well aware of the Spur, uh, the quality that Spurs have, with the likes of Kane and Son, uh, Kulosevsky and Perisic, who both know Milan well from their time in Syria. Um, and I think really, sort of the key battles will be Liao on, on, um, on Emerson Royale and and perhaps in the midfield, Benacer and Tanali against Hoiberg and Bentancur there could be some real uh, real good player duels that happen across the pitch. Um, in terms of prediction, it's it's going to be tough to call. Um, I feel like with us being at home first, we need to make use of that, that San Siro atmosphere. It should be 75,000 there, and it'll be uh, an absolutely raucous um, atmosphere. So I'm, I'll am say we alleged the first leg, and then I hope for a draw in the second. But really, I, I wouldn't mind if we did end up Getting knocked out to Spurs. and um, they're a team that I wouldn't mind going deep into the competition again. So really I'm just looking forward to the to the tie in its entirety. Lucky Land Casino asking
1: people what's the
7: weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
8: Ricky Crackers, I'm sure you two in a fantastic job of reacting to our Champions League draw. AC Milan, I think we've got to be pretty pleased with that. But for a lot of us, of course, it'll bring back memories of 2011, our first time ever in the Champions League when we weren't given a prayer having drawn AC Milan in the last 16. I was lucky enough to go to both legs that first leg of famous, famous night for Spurs at the San Siro when Aaron Lennon seemingly sprinted the length of the pitch before that layoff for Peter Crouch and that perfect finish from Crouchy. A match perhaps most known for Joe Jordan and Gennaro Gattuso squaring up in the touchline. I think Harry Redknapp said after the game he knew Joe was serious when he took his glasses off. We all know who would have won that fight. And then that second leg under the lights at White Hart Lane, a nervy night when we just ground out that goalless draw to make it through to the quarterfinals. Let's gloss over what happened in those quarterfinals in Madrid. But it was another famous night for Spurs, and the morning after that, I was sent to Spurs training ground, the old training ground in Chigwell, to speak to Harry, and whilst the cameraman's getting set up, I was just making small talk with Harry, and I said, I'll tell you what, Harry, what about Sandro last night? And he goes, nah, nah, said she couldn't make it, nah, nah, she had to stay home and look after the dogs. And I said, no, 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 Harry, Sandro, he goes, oh, Sandro, I thought you meant Sandra. Oh, no, no, he was terrific, the head was terrific, so I will always remember that, uh, a famous night for Spurs under the lights at White Hart Lane, even though Sandra Redknapp couldn't make it because she had to stay home and look after the dogs. So fingers crossed, it's another famous Spurs win over two legs against AC Milan. And we're in the quarterfinals once again, as we were in 2011. But let's hope it goes better next time.
6: Hey guys, this is Elaine from Milan Obsession. I'd like to thank Ricky for having me on to talk about the Champions League draw with AC Milan. This one is a bit of a derby fill for us because of Antonio Conte, who obviously coached Inter, who are our cross-city rivals, as well as the players that you guys have from Serie A, including Kulisevsky and Benton Kur, who played for Juventus, and Perisic, who played for Inter, and Christian Romero, who played for Atalanta. All players we know well, and players who are from rival clubs for us. And you obviously have players like Harry Kane and Son and Richarlison, who we are also dreading facing, world-class players. So it will be a tough matchup for us. Milan are the current title holders in the Italian League, but we are in a rebuilding phase under Milan legend Paolo Maldini, who is our sporting director. We won last year despite being not chosen as the favorites or even to finish top four by many of the experts or betting odds people because we had the fifth highest wage bill and we were just not favorites. But we do that anyway, so that should tell you a little bit about who we are and where our team is. We are... In second place currently in the league, we have won nine games, drawn to and lost to this season so far. And we have continued to play well despite having some serious injuries. We have Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who has not set foot on the pitch this year because of surgery he had at the end of last season. We have our captain Calabria, who's been out since October 3rd and will not be back until January we have our starting goalkeeper, Mike Mignon, who's been missing in action since September 24th. He was the fifth-ranked goalkeeper in the world, according to Ballon d'Or. We have Salmakers and Florenzi, who also are, will be out till January and February, respectively. So we have been hit hard, and yet we are still doing well. Some of the players to watch out for are some of the players you may know well from the Premier League, such as Olivier Giroud, who's been killing it for us this year, scoring the Champions League and the league. We have the young Portuguese player, Rafael Leao, who was also nominated for a Ballon d'Or and finished ranked 14th in the world. We have in the midfield, Ismael Ben is a fantastic player, and the young Sandro Tonali, who you'll want to watch out for. And we have Teo Hernandez as a left back. That's incredible. In our defense, we have Fikayo Tamori and Pierre Kalulu, who have made an excellent pairing. But we also have the very experienced Simon Kier from Denmark. So just a few of the players to watch out for, as well as those who may be coming back from injury. Our team is very young and inexperienced in the Champions League. I feel like with the World Cup this year, that is going to make a significant difference in these ties because it will depend on who comes back from injuries as well as who comes back from the World Cup. We have Probably about nine players because of all of these injuries and which teams have and haven't qualified that may or may not be representing their teams at the World Cup. So not too many players. So hopefully we won't be too impacted if anything happens there. But it's hard to say. And then there's also the January transfer window, which anything could happen. We only spent about 50,000 euros in the summer. That was our transfer budget, and we spent about 4000 in January. So compare that to, I think Tottenham spent about 170000 to reinforce in the summer. And you'll see that there is a very big difference financially between the two clubs, and that will tell you that Tottenham are very likely favorites on paper to win this matchup. However, the San Siro is a bit of an advantage. We will see you guys there on Valentine's Day, and it seats 75,000 very passionate AC Milan fans. The culture is very different in Italy, and the stadiums can be very intimidating. Of course, Conte and the players who have played in Italy will know that very well, but if Tottenham can get out of there with a draw or better, then I feel like that will be a huge advantage and will probably determine the tie. However, if Milan are able to take advantage of that, that may give us enough of an advantage that we might be able to pull something out of this. One word that I would say that sums up our team is an Italian word called grinta. And that is how we have been doing so well with so little. And it is passion and determination winning against all odds. It comes from the soul, comes from inside. And Pioli has built this team around grinta and this mentality that is unshakable. So we'll see you at the San Siro in February. And best of luck to Tottenham. And thanks again for having me on
3: Powering your
0: people decisions through every part of the employee journey. Cari Amici Sport TV, a big shout out to Ricky and the team of uh, Last Word on Spurs, reaching out to uh, Stevie P here at Milan Weekly Podcast. As you all know, guys, UEFA Champions League draw came out today. And yes, as you know it, we're going back to London. Milan will play Tottenham in the round of 16 for the UEFA Champions League. Guys, uh, you know, I've been looking on uh, social media and everybody's saying this. Spurs fans are saying this is a great draw for Spurs. Milan fans are saying this is a great draw for Milan. Guys, in the end, uh, you know, we're going to be reunited with uh, uh, a familiar foe, Tony Toupe, Antonio Conte and the the Spurs team uh, coming back to Milan you know, we all remember Gennaro Gattuso and all his hoopla with, with Spurs. So there is some sort of bad blood there. I hope it continues uh, in terms of uh, the competition on the field and not these uh, extracurricular things off the field. But uh, again, I think for the two teams, it's a fair draw. Uh, you know, Milan uh, this year in the in, in the actual Scudetto race are doing quite well. We sit second place. We've had some some blips and, you know, we're behind Na- Napoli. Uh, always chasing them with the strange season with that's going to be stopped in the middle of the winter because of the World Cup uh, being given to Qatar. But uh, again, I think Milan in form uh, in the Champions League and in, uh, in Serie A, not playing brilliant soccer, but getting the results. You know, we have Tonali, Benacer, uh Teo Hernandez, uh, you know, Olivier Giroud, all uh, hitting their stride uh at the end of this, let's say, half campaign that we're going through right now. Uh, in regards to injuries, I think when we when we do meet Spurs, hopefully we'll be injury-free. And, you know, we're going to be meeting Spurs. Spurs will come to the San Siro on February 14th, and then we'll play Spurs away uh, in London on uh, March 8th. Uh, I expect uh, a good battle. I expect it to be close. I don't think anybody's going to dominate anybody. Uh, I have been, you know, I do watch a lot of soccer and I do follow Spurs and watch Spurs. So you know, we're aware of uh, Harry Kane's, uh, you know, the sons, uh, Richarlison, you know, whoever you guys put out there. Uh, it, it's a, you know, it's it's a high intensity uh, type of Spurs team that's going to be coming at uh, a Milan team that likes to press, likes to, you know, um, dictate. The pressing and dictates their uh, their their soccer when they play. Uh, I think Spurs is going to cause Milan some problems, and I think also Milan will cause Spurs some problems because I think they're similar in terms of the way they play. And again, Milan traditionally has struggled, you know, with teams that play three at the back and that do. Uh, try to dictate their type of game, which is high intensity, and we all know Conte wants everybody running at all times. So uh, I think this is going to be a fun affair. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, we love Champions League. Love to to always compete with uh, the EPL. You know, I know on a, a marketing standpoint and a financial standpoint, Serie a unfortunately can't compete with uh, with the EPL. But, you know, that those Champions League nights with the, the away goal rule gone opens up uh, a new can of worms to, to what we're going to see on the night, right? So uh, I want to thank the guys for reaching out to us and getting our perspective on it, you know. So uh, uh, Milan Weekly Podcast, as you know, guys, we always, uh, we always talk everything Milan, but love to, to, to collab with guys like Ricky and the team at uh, Last Word on Spurs with things like this. Uh, I hope we can do more uh, coming in the, in, in the near future. Guys, I wish you the best of luck, you know, and I can't wait till February and uh, the two teams will clash and let's get it on and let's talk soon before the game and make sure that we set this up properly because it's going to be a clash. Forza Milan and thank you to the guys at the last word on Spurs. Have a great evening and signing off, Steve from Milan Weekly Podcast.
2: Jace Conte has won more matches in his all-competence against Milan than he has versus any other side in his managerial career. I can hear Costa Great telling me, stat. shut up, shut up. Do you honestly feel confident, Jace, going to Milan? Do you think we'll get through this game or through the tie itself? It's a winnable tie. It's definitely a winnable tie. But there, there's so much can
5: change between now and, and February, isn't there? I mean, we we've just gone through a period where we were going along really well. And four injuries hit all at once, and that, that derails you. It, that can happen again. It can happen to Milan again. There's so much so much football. I think the one thing that I looked at with the draw that, that more was my concern was who we're playing around the draw. So I think the, the first leg on a Tuesday night is so that our, our Premier League game will stay on the Saturday is Leicester away. And my first thought was Leicester away – forget where their league position is. I think we all think Leicester are better than their league position, but that's the type of away game where you're thinking Tottenham will have to pick their best team at Leicester on a Saturday game. Uh, It could even become the the Saturday lunchtime game. And then you'll, you'll pretty much go straight to Milan. The, the, The second side of that would be you're coming home on the Tuesday night. You've got four days to prepare for a Premier League game then, and that Premier League game's at home to West Ham. So, it's uh, it's awkward at one end, good at the other, and I think for the second leg, we go to Wolves on the weekend, play Milan on the Wednesday, and it's Nottingham Forest at home straight afterwards. So, so that end of it, I think uh, when I look at the balance, I think those four fixtures: Wolves away, Forest home, Leicester away, West Ham home. Probably one of those is is the awkward one is Leicester that that where the Champions League game kind of affects your lineup, you know would you do you really want to be resting one or two players for that Leicester game
0: Mm, it's
5: a a tight turnaround but hopefully if you get a, a decent enough result you've got recovery time for West Ham and then the second leg straight on the second leg you've got Forest on the Saturday at home and let's be honest if you could hand pick a game to have straight after a Champions League game you're going to be picking the team that's bottom of the league at home aren't you? So it's it's worked out quite yeah, well. You turn around that, 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 that and Newcastle away or or Leeds away or something like that.
0: Uh, John, yeah, that I'm really glad, you,
2: yeah, I'm really glad, Jay, you brought those up because I think it's always key and good to know what's in and around you when those fixtures do drop. So I really appreciate that. Um, Aditya says on the screen here: half my confidence is because of Conte's record against AC Milan. Played 14-1-10, drawn three, lost one. I'm sure we'll sort that out, Fanteo. Don't worry. <laughs> joke we'll be fine so another one really got that let's let's not forget
5: Antonio's record in the Champions League he's better with Tottenham than it is with Inter or Chelsea as well
2: Mm.
4: already already
3: yeah Yeah. Yeah. and Steve Um, Steve Steve Kent sorry Crackers Steve Kent says there as well Chelsea beat them home and away I just want to come on to that so there is there is a comparison at the moment to to where where they are I mean but I've read the stats out earlier Chelsea had 10 men
5: away from home for a lot of the game as well yeah they did They're scoring
3: yeah. pretty good goals. Twenty-seven goals they've scored in thirteen games. That's a decent
2: concern. Mm. Yeah, cracks just on that with Chelsea. Uh, five new aggregate over the combined fixtures. I mean, and yeah. what? And with regards to Chelsea, as we see at the moment, I mean, under Potter, the last few games they just haven't quite looked clicking. I mean, do you think based on what we've seen with Chelsea and obviously Spurs now against Milan, we should really have enough to beat them over the course of two legs? When listen, <clears> as Leah said, we've got the January window also to. Obviously, add into that where well, you think we will do a little bit of business potentially.
4: Yeah, but that that was Chelsea under Tuchel, that probably understood uh, European football a little bit better than Potter does, and Potter understands Premier League maybe a little bit more than Tuchel did. So we've got the perfect blend in Conte of somebody that understands what it takes to to beat a, a, an Italian team. And Milan may not have so much of an idea of what it takes to beat a Premier League team. So, um, yeah, it, 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 there you go. As Mario's just said, because of Conte, drawing an Italian team was mm-hmm. ideal. Very he knows nice what's going through their yeah. players' heads. He understands yeah. the dressing room. He knows the pressures. He'll get into the press conferences and he'll know the right things to say in the press conferences ahead of the game. He will, you know, a week before these ties start, he'll ramp up the pressure. He'll be Mm -hmm. talking to the players and he'll be saying to them, when you go to the San Siro, and one or two have already been, expect this. Don't be phased by this. You will like be facing this. This might happen. That might happen. It'll give them players a good insight. So what it now comes down to is Conte Conte will be very good at preparing the players. Okay. Can we get to get to those games in February and March and not have players but go to head of back? to their goalkeeper and it comes off the shoulder this is what it's all about will we have a wing back that can actually pass a ball or make a no look pass that finds somebody and doesn't go out to a for a goal kick this is what it will come down to again rick we we are boiling down to the lowest common denominator now yeah the club's ready contes ready have we got the players that are ready to step up and go into the... Cul- It'll be a cauldron out there. It'll be a mm. cauldron at home. Now now you've got to have the players. And again, I say over to you, like Mr. Levy and the board, because January, you've got a good chance here. Get a couple of ready-to-go, box-fresh players that we can bring on for that game that know that, that know what to do. But don't make those silly mistakes. That's all that's all we are away from this now of actually yeah. doing something is some personnel that don't make mistakes. Conte will will be ready for it. Every fans will be ready for it. Are those players ready for it? Would mm. do you trust those current players? All of them, every one of them. <laughs> that's a basically the an answer it, at the moment. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I really don't. But January, we've got a chance to right. actually bring some in that yep. will be if yep. you're prepared to spend the money.
5: Yeah. So and I oil absolutely- boy won't be one of them,
3: please. No. <laughs> right. Wait, guys, we looked Well I would just quickly say on that, I mean, you know, I'm just <laughs> looking at the, I'm just looking at some of the stats here, right? We crowd stuck it in the back of the net from an Aza uh, cross on the eightieth minute back in the day in uh, twenty eleven. We have beaten one nil. With the yeah. likes of before Modric and Pavlochenko on the bench, we started. Enoch. It's actually crazy, yeah. It's bizarre it's that Modric was on the bench. That. Yeah, it yeah.
2: must have been carrying an injury. It must have been. It must have not no, been you fit. Know,
3: Modric came on for Van der Var on the sixty-second minute. But anyway, That's the crazy. point being, is like we had we had seven attempts on target that night. Um, yep. In the 0 nil the the fixture beforehand, in the 0 nil um, with uh, with AC Milan, we had um, we only had two attempts on target. That's more like the Tottenham we see now, isn't it? Couple, couple of, couple of We gave him the first half, I think it was. But again, genus on the bench. The foe king was a substitute that day. Bale was on the bench. So you look at you look at you know some of the names. I know that they've gone on to do different things, and some of the names there compared to some of the names that we've got 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 on there now. We we can go out there and and we can we can definitely win that tie. And and hit, and here's the thing for me. You talk about people knowing European football and all that sort of stuff. All of our viewers and listeners know football really, really well. Love it. The reality is, you don't have to go out and win in AC Milan. You just in, in in the San Siro. You just need to avoid defeat. And, and actually, you can st- you can st- get beaten, but you've got to win the home games. Your home games have to be the ones that you that you win and you pick up the points in. And that's yeah. that's where you need to have a look at it. And that's what I was saying earlier, right? You've got what. Eight games left, right, in the Champions League, if you go, uh, well, no, you've got seven games Seven you, know, you go, yeah, you seven. go, you go yeah. all the way, and out of them seven games, you only need to win four. Like that, That's the reality. So, you know, there's there's a big chance, if set up right and set up in a way, uh, yeah. that's why I love what you were saying earlier, Jace, about, like, the games coming around that, because mm-hmm. it's all about prioritisation and Crackers, what you were saying about the squad and what we can trust is, you know, the fact of the matter is, if you rock up at Leicester away with some of the players that we've got in our squad at the moment that are falling over themselves or, you know, Bambi on ice or whatever, you, you're, you're going to have to start making a choice between, are we going to put our eggs in the Champions League basket or in the, in the Premier League basket? You can't lose more than six games in the Premier League. If you're going to, if you're going to try and try and challenge for the title, that's gone. That's definitely gone this year already in, in yeah. my opinion. So, you know, top four definitely hasn't, don't get me wrong, but you know, no, no, you know, Arsenal win their game in hand. They're eleven points. That make you feel sick, and uh, some of the Arsenal it fans does. in there might be loving it. But you know they're eleven points in front of us. I still think I still think that that they will drop off. But City are not going to go and drop eleven points, are they? For uh, on Spurs. So you know that that, that side of things. You, you're in the Champions League by that point, and you you're consolidating the top four space at that point. You've got yep. to throw everything into the Champions League, haven't you? And, yep. and by the way, if if we're serious about trying to win a trophy. And I know Conte came out and said yesterday in his uh, post-match presser that, you know, we're, we're miles off it. If we are serious about winning a trophy, Wednesdays are now a massive game. We've got to get through the Carabao Cup try. And if we go on a run, when, when's yeah. that Cup final, Jace? That'd be February time, wouldn't it? Usually in- the end of February. So all, yeah. all of a sudden you've got, you could have a situation where you've got Champions League last round 16, coupled with them Premier League fixtures that you talked about, coupled with a week after Cup final. If if we get a um uh like, like we've we've done in the in a few last couple of seasons. So this is why it, it's it shouldn't be daunting. This is why it shouldn't be, oh my god, this is terrible. This should be celebrated. You know, that that is the but you know what, Lee? This is what we should be looking but forward You know to. what?
4: If, Come on, let's challenge ourselves. If we make the final of that League Cup at the end of Feb, and we're still in the tie with um with Milan, if we've gone over there. And got a one-all draw, or you know, even if we've nicked it one-nil or something, the club will throw that final to make sure they go through in the next round in on March the eighth. They will do, Rick. That's the reality. You of reckon? It. Even, even with Conte, they're so desperate to win something. You reckon? Really? I, I, I think I think they'll throw it. Not not throw like, maybe throw. It's a bit too strong, but. I think they might actually put more importance on making sure the players are right for the second leg to go into the last eight over and above the league cup, because the league cup it is a I, cup. I, I think to all player, right, the players from going yeah, yeah. through versus mm. winning a cup is day yeah. and night. That, yeah. and that's the realities of football. And that's not a like give in the kick up the arse thing. That's all clubs. All clubs at this level will go, well, if we get through to the last eight, that's going to pay us X. If we win the League Cup, you know, it'll be millions. Potts used to say it, didn't he,
3: Pratt, to be fair. Used to say a lot about the big trophies. And he said, you know, and, and he used to get criticised a lot with making changes. Didn't he play Son as a wing-back once? And didn't he play Vaughan in goal for one of the semi-finals or... I can't remember if it was the FA Cup semi final. Well, he got a criticism for it, but but he was always up for whether that was a club or potch. But potch used to always come out and say it's all about the big prizes. It's all about Premier League and Champions League. And, and to be yeah. fair, we had two title challenges, and we got to Champions League final with that attitude. So look, maybe that will happen. Look, it's a long way off, but yeah. I think I think you know from from what from our perspective. We've now got a real foundation and a concrete base, if you like, to be able to go on and push on. And it will be at the club's door, unfortunately, if we don't go and push on in January and beyond, because we've got everything that we need. We've got a world-class manager, and we're in the final 16 of the Champions League. We're still hovering around the top four, you know, top top three or whatever. There'll there'll be a couple of drop-offs and whatever as well. So, you know, we've got it all to play for, for, for. For me, I think it's massively exciting. Yeah, some of the football's been a bit shocking. Let's be brutally honest about it. And and actually, it's been disappointing. You shouldn't be dropping points at home to, to Newcastle. We, we, we in my can't in. Yeah. Like, don't give me Newcastle here and whatever. Newcastle were bottom of the league a year ago. Are you joking me? They haven't even spent any money yet. They've only spent, like, what, what they spent? 60 odd million on a striker that don't even play at the moment because he's injured. They they signed Botman. Right? They spent a few a, a couple of, you know, of, what, 100 million, whatever it might have been, 120 million quid. Not massive amounts. They're bloody third. Like, get but I think yeah. the winning, they haven't. We've just underperformed in the last four or five games because of horrendous defending and also the fact that we've got a ma- massively influential players all out at the same time. If we had a fully fit squad the whole season so far, these results would have been different. And don't, and don't get me wrong here, so I'm going on a bit of a rant. We're the best ever start to a Premier League season ever. That was three like weeks, ago. Yeah, three weeks, weeks ago. ago. three weeks I mean, ago. Come yeah. on, Lee. Like, let, let, me, let me
4: compound your thoughts even further and say to you that had Deli Alley not blown up personally, we would also have a Deli Alley if Kelso actually fancied it we'd have a La Kelso. And if Dembélé fancied it, we'd have <laughs> an Undembele as well. When you look at I'm it done. like that... <laughs> I'm done. Right, Jason, I'm done. but listen. <laughs> guy, like, you can't tell me that he is not a fantastic footballer when he fancies it. That And, that, and that's the caveat that when the he fancies it. Now imagine that Spurs squad now, if everybody was fit with a La with an Ndembele and with a Deli Alley. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> that, that, that's how far away we are. So what we've got to do is we've got rid of Deli Alley. We have to just wipe our mouth of La Kelso. We have to wipe our mouth of Ndembele. And do you know what? We just got to dip in the pot and go and pay to get those types of players again. Gotta so, say, J- Jason's face cracks.
2: It Looks like you've just told him that we've been demoted to the Europa League. He looks so tr- so sad after that.
4: But <laughs> but Dembele, facts. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. When Unzembeli fancies
3: it, oh, when uh, listen, not. I'm just it.
5: thinking. In, in comes Adama Traore and Tyrone <laughs> Mings on loan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Nelson, mate. Ryan Nelson and Zaha, you know, isn't it? But that, that, thats the reality, isn't it? Yeah, know, yeah, Harry. What do you, you need to, to to push on for the year uh, for the top? For 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 the for the top four of the title, I need some quality signings. Here's Ryan Nielsen and here's a bit of Louis Saha. I mean, you couldn't make it up. That's the reality, right? I don't think I don't think we're there anymore. I think I think we're in a massively different space. So look, I'm really optimistic. You look like Jamie was yesterday. I'm cracks. optimistic. <laughs> Dave the plumber. Cra- cracks, Dave the plumber. Cracks. Oh. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> But I know but what, I, I know I what I I am. I'm like Jamie last night, Rick. Quickly, I you know, I'm optimistic because the fact of the matter is that we're right in the mixer, and that's where you want to be. St- stop everyone worrying about what might might happen. Let's just embrace the fact that we, we're, yeah. you know, I think Adrian said it earlier. Um, Adrian Schroker in, in in the in the comments, you know, fixture congestion is a sign of good things. You, you want to be playing games at the yeah. highest level, it's and we're playing it it at the not- highest level yeah. in February. Have that.
2: Just on that matter, what makes me laugh is everyone goes, Oh, i at got all these fixture congestions. We get out of it by March. Everyone's like, Oh, we've got them I in mean, a play for. What do you want? It's like, you can't know, please everyone.
0: It, it exactly. makes me laugh.
2: Oh, what are we going to, how are we going to fit in that city away fixture? Like I'm worried about it now. I couldn't care. Let it all come back in at some point, but don't let it worry you about the fixture congestion. Honestly, I just think, Oh, well, summary, boys, let's do a summary very quickly. Lee, overall, listen, we've discussed the draw. Backers to go through over the course of the two legs.
3: Yeah, look, I think it's going to be tough. I think if we, I think by the second half of the season, see what I'm going to do here, by the way, by the second half of the season, we are going to be absolutely flying because in the first half of the season, just like first halves of the games, we've been stuttering a little bit. So the second half of the season is going to be amazing. Um, but look, I mean, I think if we give them a first half lead, like we've been doing the last four or five games, Sporting, Newcastle, Man United, um, you know, the list goes on, uh, Liverpool, you know, Marseille, I mean, you can't just keep giving teams 1-0, 2-0, lead starts Bournemouth nightmare. so we've got to cut that out and if we do, and we, we start playing yeah. well, I mean, Kudewski came back yesterday lads, just quickly, absolute what was he, 80, 80 seconds, Rick, you said and he's got an like assist. 82 seconds thank you game changer seconds. for us, absolute yeah. game changer yeah. so, yes, we can go through um, yeah. just remember to manage the game in Milan and beat them back at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium we go through. Simple as that. Sorry, Crackers, that's one of yours. But look, simple as that. Boom. We're through to the quarterfinals. I've yeah, got, I'm back up.
2: Yeah, Mac up. We're going to see you Wednesday night for Forest. Cracks has got an annual leave booked for Wednesday. He's back with us on Saturday. It's nature of his shows at the moment. Everyone's
4: everyone's. we're trying to get him a bit of time off. Jason looks so disappointed. He's back for Wednesday as well. He's delighted. Look oh, at that face. I, I'm going to be on your screens more than Matt Hancock in the next two weeks, <laughs> isn't I? <laughs> I mean, we won't get you into bugs on here, Rich. Just you know, mate. We won't do that to you. I mean, it could be tempting, but uh, we wouldn't. We wouldn't do that to you, mate. Back us over two legs cracks. Yeah, uh, I, I do, Rick. I can't. Uh, it's an itch I've got to scratch because DS in the comments has made a really good point. If we did, if we didn't get rid of, there you go. If we, if we wouldn't have Deke and Bentoncourt, If we'd have kept Le Kelso and Ali. So it just shows you, doesn't it? It's sliding doors moments, and one of those may pop up and be the hero in in that in that in them ties. So it's going to be tough, Rick. It's the last yeah. sixteen of the best of the best in the in the best continent on earth for football. So and we're, in it. And we're but, in it. But we're in it. We are we are in it. So look there's so many variables and factors still to be played out here with the World yep. Cup. How many players do AC Milan get back from the World Cup unscathed? Who yep. do they buy in January? If anyone, who do we get back from the World Cup unscathed? Who do we go out and buy Because where we are now to where we, we could potentially be, both us and Milan in February, is it's day and night. It's a million miles away. You know, they say a week's a long time in politics. Hello. Try a week in football. It, yeah. it really is. So uh, at the moment, you just can't call it, Rick. You can't yeah. call it. You know, the... The club might get a bump on the head in January And all of a sudden drop 200 million quid on three players that we get in And then the landscape's completely changed But then Mm -hmm. we might get to February And, you know, Harry Kane God forbid it doesn't happen Has broken his leg Kulazewski's injured Son's still not right This has happened That's happened Uh, You know, Royal gets worse Dyer gets worse and then you get to the game, and you go, "Oh my God, we are really in trouble here." So, I think ask me on February the set, uh, February the thirteenth, the day before that we when we're flying out there. That's the only time you can actually say with yeah. any sort of, uh, you know, amount of confidence what may or may or may happen. So, yeah, there you go. Italy's not great. In so, half of Milan's
2: squad's not going. Yeah. Go. What i is we're, we're meant to be finishing the show on the high. The more we're going to go on this, we're, we're end up going the other way. Yeah? That's the only worry. I mean, it sounds no. like, based on, based on that, though, we might have a midfielder, Harry Winkson, yeah. and Don Belay. at the moment, it could have been worse. It could have been oh,
4: a worse. Oh, yeah, it, yes, yeah. it could have been worse. Yes, yeah. it could have been worse. Absolutely. I, yeah, I think they getting... know Tot- Tottenham, I would back to beat anyone, but I'd also back to lose to anyone as well. You know, it's. Yeah. That's where we are at the moment. So it just needs a little bit more Conte magic sprinkled and it just needs a couple of checks to be written out. And we've got every chance. We have got every chance. But as fans, you've always got to live in hope. You have to, because as I said before, this is a cup competition and in cup competitions, strange things happen. So may the gods be with us, Rick.
2: Uh, Peter Rainey says, he Cracks is making sense until he said Royal gets worse. Surely not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Crack. thank you so much, mate. Listen, absolute pleasure. Cracks, back on. Cracks is back on us on Saturday night for an uh, instant reaction for Spurs versus Leeds. Spurs' final game before we wrap up for the World Cup for post-match analysis. Lots more shows to bring you. Jace, to close it with you, uh, I want to ask you, ask you a question for one of our listeners. Here it was asking the question around. I think Richard Beards put it in. I think I will try and find it. Um, essentially, when do you mark the second half of the season? Is that when the actual World Cup starts or just after? And I will try and find that question. Jay's thoughts on that and overall happy with the draw from so, today. Say that again about the second half. Yeah, I'm just I'm now just trying to find the question here. That if you can see it on your screen there. I'm just trying to find it. Uh it was here. It's from Richard Walters. Richard says, where do you mark the second half? Oh, sorry. Where do you mark the second half of the season? After 19 matches or after the World Cup?
5: I, I, for me, I think you, you you do it after the World Cup. Um <clears throat> I mean, we've played we've played one more than most in the Premier League already, haven't we? But for yeah, me yeah. It, it feels like the se- the second half of the season will start straight at the end of the World Cup for me. I think AC's a tie that we're more than capable of going through. And I think we'll definitely be in the top four come the end of the season.
2: Blimey. Look at that positive from Jason. What a way to close I it. I go for positive. I I it. I don't know. to I
5: Nothing I've seen in the first half of the season put, makes me think we're not going to be in the top four.
4: <laughs> wait till Wednesday.
5: <laughs> I mean it. Joke. I mean uh, it.
4: Jason, hey, Jason I who's your top four for the jungle? Who's the last <laughs> four left in the jungle? Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to anger him, Rick. I'm just trying to get him to swear live (laughs) on
2: air.
4: Just keep keep telling
2: him Dombalay's going to come back. That'll finish him off. Yeah, I mean that's been bad enough. Thanks. Yeah, don't put him through that. Right, guys, we are going to let you go. It was bite size as promised from the wonderful Lee McQueen. Lee, mate, we're going to see you Wednesday night for Forest. Thank you so much. It was a bigger bite than jaws. From the wonderful Jason McGovern, look at him, fabulous sense of humour. Jay, thank you so much, mate. We're going to see you Wednesday night. Appreciate it, bud.
5: Cheers for that. Right, thank see you, you, mate. Later, boys. Yeah, yeah, boys, shut, <laughs> shut
2: the lights. There you go. The lights are out in the McGovern household. Cracks, thank you so much, mate. We're going to see you on Saturday. And uh, thanks so much as always. Thanks, yeah. appreciate it, mate. Nice to see you got your laptop back. Little bit of a private oh, in-joke there, Rick. Yeah. What a bloody day this has been. And none of that either going on. God, my wife's got there will all be divorces after this. God, I'll be doing it from the shed come Wednesday, night. Right. From the wonderful Mr. Cracknell, from the superb Jason McGovern, for the wonderful Lee McQueen. Lee audience singing, what the hell has happened to that bloke? As always, please keep safe, keep well. Come on, you Spurs.